1: Klaus, come and sing a song with me about the summer break, yeah? Come along. Let's go. Oh, summer break, boring as shit. So boring. Summer break, saw George Russell's tears. <laughs> On Instagram, no closer days. Alpine won PS3, they're setting their ways. Oh, summer break, I hope it ends this hour. Fucking summer break Oh, oh well, uh, well, uh, well, well uh, huh. Tell me more, tell me more Will, Will Danny Rick, Rick have a drive? Tell me more, tell me more Like, like does he have a car? Uh huh, uh Well pink walked by me, uh-huh. and I firmed up fast I thought bad things, like grasping her ass, she wants Latifi, what girl, girl does not, it. lucky for me Naomi shifts hard. summer break, bored for fuck's sake, but hey, it's a summer break, Oh well, 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 tell me more, tell me more, will Norris ever win, tell me more, tell me more, how soft is Carlos's skin, very... very soft so soft gorgeous oh yummy too we're off to spa don't fucking rain. rain. rain watching that race last year it caused me so much pain but pink's in the drizzle Fat, 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 fat be fat Nikita Mazepin gets the fastest lap So slap. fast, Ooh. George Russell podium on a track that's a leg Oh, fuck oh, it's, it's the, the summer, summer break oh, Well, well, well oh. Tell me more, tell me more Bardass Bardas wins by graces. Tell me more, tell me more <laughs> The claw's gorgeous, I want to taste Chocolate. Yum, Yum, yummy The claw? No, nom, 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 nom Yummy The summer break shit, I need fast cars, <clears throat> I'll even take the French GP, ooh la la la, Latifi to win the, the Belgian GP. GP, then take a spa <laughs> and spa girls scream out Nikki. Nikki, 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 summer Nikki, heat, Nikki. we need cars on the street, but oh. Just a well, well, well. Tell me more, tell me more. Will it, it ever fucking end? end? Tell me more, tell me more. Yuki Sano to be my boyfriend? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. No. no, no, no. It turned colder. I got a throbbing hood. Means we're gonna go racing, and that's fucking good. Lights out. And away we go. Kelly P. K. Yes. Still a filthy hoe. Of course. Damn. Ferrari's strategy takes it's the fucking K. Oh. 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 The fucking summer. Hey, tell me more. Tell me more. It's lights out and away we go.
0: Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results. Of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park it In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. Ow! That is right. Summer
1: break is still fucking going, but I implore you. I encourage you, I beg you, grab on tight, because it is your main squeeze, Cody, a.k.a. that man over there, the potamus butt naked, dripping with the oils from head to tippity-tippity-toe, making a big, big old mess here. Doris is bringing out the wet floor signs as we speak, but Klaus, i got to send you away this time. Because as the millions file in at the Pemfentanas now racing circuit... They look for their comfortable chair... At this 78 mile long, $58 billion infrastructure... It's looking good too... But as they're doing that... You know what I've misplaced? I can't do the show without it... It's my Fermi! Go and find it right now and I, I just want to encourage each and every one of you... If you stumble across my Fermi... Don't hesitate... Don't sit back and just look at it. Yes, it is gorgeous. A spectacle to behold. But I just want you to park it on up in there. As it is, the Parking my by Show, the number one. comedy F1 podcast in the entire cosmos, according to Mother Dearest. And she's never, ever wrong. I will fight you in a steel cage match right now for the belt. We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, Danny, Rick, loving and more. Coming at you like Nikita Mazepin when he gets a seat in Formula 1 and giving them things a squeeze. But don't be down like a clown, Charlie Brown, if you've missed out on the previous 183 episodes. Oh my god, this is 184? You're insane, Cody is what they're saying. You're insane. And yes, I am. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? But if you don't want to miss out on any of the episodes, well... You can then look down at that podcast listening advice of yours. And you see that subscribe and follow button? Yeah. See the way it entices you? It begs you. It pleads with you. Oh, please, please, sir. I want some more. See the way it begs? How about you just uh, indulge it? How about you just caress and stroke it? How about just, just with the tip? Oh, the tip. The tip of your finger—that way you get to be the first in the world to hear this, my sexy, soothing, smooth sounds three times a week—and there ain't a damn thing wrong with getting down dirty in the slot, rolling around looking for a little slap and tickle with the good bottom us three times a week. No, 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 What are these other shows doing? Oh, it's summer break. Oh, we might do one, one every two weeks, maybe one a week. No, 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 not here, not at the PIRC. The pimp into Nasnial Racing Circuit. Three times a week, baby. (laughs) I do the show more often than I change my underpants. That's how often you should do a show. Three times a week. Yes. But what the hell are we going to talk about today? It's a banger, of course. (laughs) They all are. We're going to be talking about Big Dick, Danny Rick. Give your girl a bone. Daniel Ricciardo. We're going to see what he needs to do to turn this thing around in the second half. What does he need to do? To make us all love him again. I've got stats of the week that'll blow your damn freaking minds. I'm gonna have a little chat about, uh, I don't know, Crofty's love files coming your way. The top five drivers most likely to replace Lewis Hamilton when he does eventually hang up the boots. And how's this one? With nine races left in the season, we're going to discuss which track most likely will be Hamilton's best chance of winning a race. He needs to keep that streak alive as well as much, 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 much more. So don't go anywhere. Unless it's over to the concession stand right now. And you look at Doris dead in the eyes. Those cold, dark eyes of the 106-year-old Doris. And you say, Doris, my love, my dear, my muse. I'll have a double Midori on ice, please. Oh, and sure, obliged. Because they're all complimentary here at the PIRC. Make your way back to your chairs, please, ladies and gentlemen. Sit back, relax, and let's enjoy the show. Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just send you an email um,
0: with the diagrams where the car should be. Did you receive that? Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during the race to because I concentrate on the race. Uh, yeah. Then maybe you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules coming up. Make sure you like the socials at park it in my Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Oh, that is exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and like those socials. Do it now. Don't hesitate. Don't be silly now. Go. go no. No. You go like them right now. Yes, that's exactly what you need to do. Now we need to have a little chat about something, though. Like- Because yes, I did hop off the Private Chopper when I caught it from the Palais in the south of France to the PIRC, and yes, I was wearing a pimp embroidered silk robe, but that was only to contain the oils. I don't want them getting in the engine of the Private Chopper. No, 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 no. But as I step off, I I had a thought. I had a look at the crowd as they filter in, in their pimp merch, looking fabulous as always. But I was noticing a couple of uh, Danny Wick shirts. I thought to myself, what does he need to do? What is Danny Rick going to have to do to turn this thing around because it's not looking good? No, let's, let's talk about Danny Rick for a second. Daniel Ricciardo. Big Dick Danny Rick. Darren Avocado. He is a multiple race winner. Last person to win in a McLaren, mind you. Do you all forget about that? And yes, a lot of people are going to say, Oh, but Cody." McLaren told Norris to sit back and let him get the win. Let him get it done. And you're probably right. But at the end of the day, he'd got himself into a position in the first place. He got himself into that first spot leading the rest of the cars around Monza. He got himself there. So you've got to give him that. In fact, after the summer break last year, Danny Rick was a different person than he was before the break. A bigger bulge in the crutch could barely fit in the driver's seat. Let's look at the numbers. You don't believe me? Let's look at those damn numbers. He had an average finishing position of 8.2 prior to the break and after the break, 7.9. Okay. It's a slight jump. You know, a slight jump. That win helps. He got a fourth in Russia. Where did Norris... What did Norris do in Russia again? Oh, that's why right. He didn't study those suchy clouds like my boy Nikita. Give them titties a squeeze Mazepin. He got a 5th place in Saudi The Jeddah street circuit That ain't an easy track to drive And he also got a 5th in the US Coda. And he loves Koda He wasn't doing too bad That second half of the year last year Not too shabby at all We aren't giving Pierre Gasly any shit though Are we We're looking at what he's doing this year And we're thinking oh yeah that's fine Oh yeah that's that's cool why aren't we putting the pressure on him? Why isn't he getting the hate directed at him? First of all, I should add, no driver should be getting any hate because they can drive better than all of us. But Pierre Gasly, from what he was doing last year to this year, what's happened? Why the drop-off? Sonoda's gotten better. Why are you getting worse? Why are you then getting rewarded with a contract extension? I don't agree with that. But he's having this shocking 22. But we are raining down on the man with the third leg between the creamy thighs because... Well, why? Is it because he's in a McLaren? It can't be that. McLaren have been shit for years. Because we love Norris so much? I don't know. I don't know. There is, of course, Lando Norris is British. The media predominantly is British. Is there that British bias that they're talking about? Potentially, but, I mean, Big Dick Danny Rick. I have not met a person on this planet, and I never will, that hates Big Dick Danny Rick. No, no no no. He was a beast, Daniel Ricciardo. We gotta remember that. He was the last of the late breakers, the man who licks and the stamp and sends it. That's what he does. But let's look how good he's been over the years because there are only really three teammates in his whole career that have been beaten him in qualifying. Yeah? Three teammates. Liuzzi beat him back in 2011 when Danny Rick was a rookie and when I say Liuzzi beat him in 2011 the average by Liuzzi's margin was 26 one hundredths of a second so basically nothing then in 2017 yeah bit of a gap there isn't there jump up to 2017 that's when the car start getting developed for Max Verstappen and Max Verstappen had the advantage on Ricardo by 27th one hundredths of a second Then Verstappen again by two-tenths the following year. And it's only really been the last two seasons where we've seen Norris outperform Danny Rick in a car that was designed specifically for him. He crushed Hulkenberg and Ocon when he was driving against them. He beat Verstappen, Kvyat and Sebastian Vettel and destroyed Verne back in 2012 and 2013. So Danny Rick has had some solid teammates over the years and he's absolutely Flawed them. Taking them to school. Flunk their asses. Absolutely knows what he's doing in that cockpit. So what is it that the penis with legs needs to do to earn that respect back? He's the fucking honey badger. What is it he needs to do to ignite that fire? He's on his summer break now. He's going to come back all guns blazing like last season or he really fail. Will he be able to pull a win out of his ass? No, probably not. But I think if Big Dick Danny Rick is getting eighth or higher in every single race for the rest of the year, then that is success for him and McLaren would be fucking stupid to get rid of him. What's going to happen? Bring in Piastri? And Piastri adapts to the car immediately and pass Norris? No, that's not going to happen. You're asking him to step into a car designed for someone else and wondering why he can't dominate? Like trying on someone else's jeans. They're not going to fit you the same way. You aren't going to look as good as that person did in their jeans. I'm not expecting a miracle from Big Dick Rick BDDR ain't going to be performing miracles, although he is the holy one in my eyes. I don't think he's going to get a win. Uh, He may be able to beat his teammate in the standings, but he definitely is not getting a podium. But I want consistent results. And some fucking fight. A bit of mongrel about it. A want, a will. Push it to the limit. Take it to Lando Norris. Give Zach Brown a big fat fuck you. Give him the finger as he's driving past. After all, you're the most recent driver to have won a race for that team. Nikita Mazepin has more wins than Lando Norris in F2. And it's all because he studied those Sochi clouds a little bit better. But what do you guys think? Is there anything Danny Rick can do to turn this thing around in the second half of the year? Or, or is it done? Done and dusted? Is he going off to Alpine? And when he is at our ping, God, how much do you want him to just fucking crush it there? Oh. 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 Sorry. Sorry, Klaus. Can you just... I made a mess, can you? Whew. Well, let me know on the socials. I'll in my firm, A Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.
0: I'm a stat man!
1: Formula one, stat man! Cody's a stat man! Yeah, stats, uh I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time, yeah. Oh ba ba oh so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh, I am. A stat man. Pink's your thoughts? Wow. <gasps> exactly. She knows, baby. She knows a stat man when she sees one. And straight away, we're going to be diving in because I've got so many banging stats for you today. We're going to be looking at what countries have produced the best drivers. Now look. It's a numbers game, so it makes it fair. We've looked at the highest championship percentage from each country. We're going to go through the top 10 right now. So at number 10 is Germany, who have had 53 drivers in Formula 1 and three world champions. That's 5.7%. See how I'm doing it? Number nine is the UK, who have had 164. Whew. Man, that's not bad. 10 champions. Netherlands are at number 8 16 drivers 1 world champion it's Maxi Boy 6.3% Spain 15 drivers 1 champion Fernando 6.7% same as Canada with Villeneuve 1 championship for the 15 drivers Brazil at number 5 32 drivers 3 world champions 9.4% New Zealand New Zealand Number four, nine drivers, one champion, 11.1%. It's Helm. Got their championship a long time ago. Number three on the list, Australia. Of course, for the champs. 17 drivers, two world champions, 11.8%. That was Jones and Brabham. And number two is Austria. 16 drivers, two championships, 12.5%. And number one, country when it comes to producing the best world champions, Finland. Nine drivers. Formula One. Three world champions. 33.3%. Keke Rosberg. Kimi Raikkonen. And Hakkonen. But what about the bottom five countries? Yeah, We're talking about them. Let's have a quick chat. Number five would be South Africa. 23 drivers. One champion. 4.3%. Argentina. 25 drivers. Argentina have had 25 drivers. One... World champion, 4% there. Italy, 99 drivers, two champions at 2%. France, 71 drivers, one champion in Prost at 1.4%. And the US, 158 drivers, two world champions, 1.3%. Phil Hill and Angeletti. I mean, how's that for a stat? Yeah? Love to see some more US world champs. I would love it. I think we need some more. Stats, Stats. 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 Keep it going. Keep it going. Stats. Everybody. Stats. 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 Everybody. All right, I got some more for you. Calm down. Calm down. Don't throw your bras and panties onto the stage. Just calm down. We're going to be looking at the most podium finishes by a driver that has never won. A world driving championship. Top seven drivers Massa, Felipe Massa, 41 podiums. Mark Weber at number 6, 42. Carlos Rutherman, 45. Berger at number 4, 48. Coulthard at number 3, 62. Valtteri Bottas, number 2, 67. And Rubens Barrichello, number 1, 68. How fitting is it that Bottas and Barrichello. Second and first. And they're only separated by one podium. They were the bridesmaids. They were the best friends. Helping their other friends get laid. That's what they were doing. Good wing What Why are you looking at me like that? Hey, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, is it because you're not satisfied yet? <laughs> I mean, I would be. But uh I don't know. How about I give you some more? Yes. Let's go. Stats, stats, here's a little short sharp, shouting one. There are only two drivers in Formula 1 history that have a world driving championship to their name with only winning one race in that World Championship season. We've talked about one of those seasons recently. It was the season with the most amount of different race winners. It was the 1982 Championship season when Keke Rosberg won with a single win that year. The other year, well, that was 1958 with Mike Hawthorne winning a championship with only a single victory to his name. But little side note, Stoffel Van Dorn has just done that in Formula E this season. And how's that Oh, your stats of the week? He's a stat, man! Ooh, that was a good stat. The yeah. best. Such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat, man! Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we're back again. Aren't you some lucky cherubs and muffins? Because it's time to settle in for another Crofty's Love Files. Will he be able to find Anita Dick in me? Is he going to be able to catch up with Toto Wolf? And what the hell is he going to be doing down at the chicane? We'll find out in this episode of Crofty's Love Files. just laid there, in a state of bliss after getting down and dirty with a last name Wilma. Wilma Fingerdo. Mm. And her finger do just fine. The room filled with smoke like it was a Haas garage after one of Mick's cars is being brought back after yet another crash. We were smoking some Albrows to celebrate creating something so wonderful and beautiful on the desk in my office. But I didn't have time to think of the millions of ways she sent tingles through my body. No, 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 no. There was a woman missing. Toto Wolf had kidnapped her and it was up to me to stop him and save this poor girl. Her name? Oh, baby. Anita. Anita Dick in me. I put the cigarette out on the desk and got dressed as Wilma, admired me. She liked the view. She couldn't look away and I don't blame her one bit as I'm David fucking Croft. I left the office and went down the street. It was raining like the start of Monaco, but there wasn't a red flag in sight, baby. I continued a couple of blocks south to the Chicane, the club that was run by Christian Horner, where the drinks flowed all night, and so did the dames. There was the usual lineup out front, dozens of people begging to get in. I didn't have to worry one bit. When they see me coming, they make sure I get in, and Crofty never had a problem getting in at all. Oh, baby. Hmm. See, Christian met me at the door like I was Max Verstappen and I'd just won another race. I was afraid to hug him for fear that his stiff front wing would dig into me. Ah, Mr. Croft, we have served your usual booth for you up the front. And one of your favourites will be performing tonight. I think you'll like what she's wearing. <laughs> Christian Horner said as he led me to the private booth. Like he was a safety car starting out a drizzly Monaco. He signalled to the bar staff to get me a double Midori on ice. Just ready, just the way I like it. They knew my drink at the chicane. It was one of the reasons I kept coming back. The other was a little number that was on the stage. Mm. Oh, baby. A hush went over the crowd like it was the start of a Grand Prix. A single spotlight lit up the stage and there she was in a gold dress that looked like it was painted on, like the sponsor's stickers. It was Barry, Barry Makokina, and I've dreamt of that many times. The double Midori was brought to me as Barry grasps that microphone firmly with both hands. I sat there taking a swig, wishing she'd get a firm grasp of me, the way she did that microphone. She started to sing and the straight away it just took me, it hit me, the angelic tones mesmerising me, she sent me into a trance she made her way off stage and through the crowd like she was Martin Brundle doing a grid walk and the next thing I know she was only a few feet from me it was like I was the only one in the room and she was singing the song just for me I wanted nothing more than to pull her into my arms and rip off that dress right there before throwing her down onto the table and making sweet love to her all night long but out of the corner of my eye I saw Toto Wolf he was making his way from the dressing room out the back of the chicane and to the exit of the room I was torn. Do I go after him in hopes that it would lead me to Anita Dick and me? Or wait for Barry McCock and her to continue to serenade me? You know I waited. I just need to let her finish because after all, I was hoping she'd let me do the same. A little bit later on. Baby, baby. Ooh. She continued to sing and make her way through the room and the crowd erupted when she hit that high note just right at the end. She finished up and walked backstage. I followed closely like I was the 12 or so drivers behind Alonso at Monica. I swung the door open and she was standing there in that tight gold dress, looking at herself in the mirror. She suddenly pulled a gun from nowhere and had it pointed square at my head. She wanted to take me out like she was a wall and I was Nicholas Latifi. What are you doing, Barry? I asked, cautiously continuing towards her. You stop right there. Please stop. Toto paid me a lot of money. He told me about the horrible things that you've done. You took her, didn't you? You kidnapped Anita Dickamy, didn't you? Barry said, trembling with fear. No, you've got it all wrong, Barry. You've got it all wrong. Wilma Fingerdo came to me and she told me that Toto had kidnapped her and taken her away. I'm here to get answers, to get to Toto myself. You need to help me find him. We can save Anita Dickamy. Barry, my I cocking her? Please help. I said, pleading with her as I continued slowly towards her, I grabbed the gun out of her hand. Oh, we can't have something like that going off now, can we? She giggled and then pulled me in to give me a kiss. I slowly slid her dress down while taking the gun and I shot the light switch, making the room go pitch black. Well, I guess it's lights out and away we go. <laughs> Well, wow. it looked like Crofty had himself a little slap and tickle fun there in the dressing room with Barry McCock in And I'm sure he did. But will he ever catch up to Toto Wolf? Will Barry be able to help him out? And will they ever find Dixie Normus and Anita Dick in Me? Find out next time in Crofty's Live Files. Oh, yes. You want to find out next time. You've got to find out next time, Klaus, don't they? Yeah, they need to find out. They need to find out so oh, bad. Okay, Klaus. Okay, just calm down, mate. It's not that good, all right? God, you give me the shits. Speaking of which, I've got explosive diarrhea. Please keep the people entertained. I'll be back in a sec.
0: For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who is going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, baby, baby. Woo.
1: What a first half we had. We taught some Big Dick Danny Rick. I sang you all the song because that's just what I do for my cherubs, my muffins. And of course, the legend's up there in the lounge. And uh, we had a little uh, Crofty's Love Files. Just to keep up to date with what Crofty's been up to in the summer break. And it sounds like he's been up to quite a bit. But don't go anywhere. We've got a huge second half. We're going to be talking all things Lewis Hamilton. Like, who's going to be uh, replacing him when he decides to hang up the boots? I don't know. Could be interesting to have a little chat about, as well as what races he's most likely to get a win in the second half of the season, and much, much more. And if you don't want to miss out on upcoming episodes, make sure you hit the subscribe and follow button on your podcast listening device. You don't want to miss out. I swear to you, you don't. These do get better. They, They do. Klaus, I'm rambling. Please fade me out, baby. Fade me
0: out. Make sure you like the socials. At Parkit in my me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, that is
1: exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and like those socials. Don't dilly dally like your homegirl Sally from the Valley. Trondel on down. That's Wanda and Trot on down. Trondle. Anyway, and like them straight away. Slide into those DMs. I'll be there, arms wide open, ready to catch it. Comment on all the memes. Let me know you're out there because that's always fun. Fun for me when you guys reach out. It absolutely makes my day. It gets me all, oof, gets me all giddy and excited when you, you sit back and you just, you say my name. You yell it. Say, my name. Say, my name. say my name. Say my name. Say it now, Coldy. Coldy. It's a Goldie, Goldie, come and hold me. I just wanna kiss your neck so gently. Caught a part of mouse girls on top of us always Wanna thrust. Thrust, 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 always wanna thrust with the cold upon cause mouth 'cause it's cold. In That's Say my name, cold. First, just wanna throw, yes. Yes. throw. Just throw. 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 <laughs> Put your hands down, my pants. Not like that, not in a weird sexual way. Just as two bros. Okay. Hanging out, oh. hanging out. Oh, hang out, Say my name. wonderful sounds perfect pinks your thoughts wow exactly i couldn't disagree with you more less whatever all right we're gonna have to dive in because i want to talk about something right now one of these days the greatest driver of all time in our generation at least sir lewis hamilton is going to retire he wants to go eat some plants play with roscoe write some songs wear some fashion Save the planet, Sebastian Vettel styles, and I'm all for it, but I'm really gonna miss watching him race. So right now it will happen, but I gotta ask, the coveted, the, the pride of the F1 seats, that Mercedes number one driver spot, some would argue George is already the number one driver, but that Mercedes seat will one day come open. Who's gonna fill it? So right now we need to jump him We've got a little bit of a.
0: Caldies, top five. Top five
1: drivers that are most likely to replace Sir Lewis Hamilton when he does eventually hang up the boots. You've got to remember, he's not that old. He's been around a while, but with Seb Vettel looking to retire, he's only 35. I could not believe that. Seb Vettel retiring. Alonso is going to retire when he's 76, 77, something like that. You've got to look at the top five. So, let's start with. Oh, no. How about number five?
0: Cody's Top 5 Top
1: 5 drivers most likely to replace Lewis Hamilton when he does hang up the boots Number 5 Now don't laugh at me because it is a long shot but think about it Lance Stroll No, don't stop laughing Stop it Guys, we're just having fun here We're just having some fun Why not? Why not? Daddy's effing loaded Alright they use the engines from Mercedes It's part of that pipeline. Why not? If all of a sudden Aston Martin turn it around, they start getting some results and he starts looking half decent, you don't think Toto's sitting back going, oh, well, that's an easy one. I'll get him in that seat, take a couple of a uh, couple of 10 million from the old man and uh, Bob's your uncle. I'm just saying, all right, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that's why I've got him on the list. Number five. All right, I could have gone with a Stoffel. Nick DeVries, Stoffel Van Torn. I could have gone with one of those. Even a Hulkenberg. Probably not. You're too old. You're done. But I'm just thinking, just saying. Come on. That's what this is about. Having some fun. Pinks, you having fun? Wow. <sighs> oh, she's having fun. Coming in at number four. Cody's
0: Top Five.
1: Number four, Alexander Albon. Now, look. He's in the Williams. Yes, he is on loan from Red Bull, but... Who knows? Contracts expire. He's doing pretty good in the Williams. Williams used Mercedes engines. It's just, he's going to be alright. He's going to be there. He's, he's signed a multi-year deal recently, so he's sticking around at Williams for a little bit longer. But Toto sees promise. Toto's looking at him going, yeah, I could see something in him. And and no, it's not another man's penis. Don't be weird, alright? Klaus, get your head out of the gutter. For fuck's sake, sorry guys. Klaus is a bit off the rails today. But I'm just saying, Alex Albon, if they stop racing him so hard, he's proven he can do okay. Now, look, Williams have dropped off a lot lately. They started out pretty well at the start of the season. Again, that's probably because they had more air tunnel, uh, wind tunnel time, and they were able to get the arrows down a bit quicker. But everyone's caught up to them. Now they look dog shit. Albon scored all their points so far. I mean, it's, it's a chance. It's a chance is all I'm saying. Coming in at number three.
0: Cody's top five. Listen
1: to this one. Big Dick, Danny Rick, give your girl a bone. Daniel Ricciardo. Why not? Why not? Everyone gets along with him. Everyone loves him. The guy can actually drive. Put him in a car like that. See how he goes side by side with Lando Norris then. See how he goes side by side with George Russell. I'd actually really be interested to see. In a Mercedes right now. If you put Daniel Ricciardo in there with George Russell to see how they go head to head, I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously, it will probably take a few races for Daniel to, to learn the car, but it'd be interesting. Why not? They've got the money to pay the salary. That's the other thing you got to worry about with Daniel Ricciardo. That's why he's not gonna. I posted a I posted a post on the socials earlier that maybe maybe Haas as a landing option for Daniel Ricciardo. No pressure, sit back there, but again, Danny Rick at the moment's about, you know, fifteen to twenty million a year. You think Haas have that money? No, 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 Oh. But like Mercedes did. I'm just saying it's something that could happen. Coming in at number two. Caldi's
0: top five. This
1: one's not as much of a shock. It's sloppy Ockey. Esteban Ocon. Now look, he is a long-term Frenchie. As in he was he's French and he is on the French team and they've signed him to a long-term deal and he has won a race for him and he is their number one. Is he likely to move? Eh. I think if you dangle that carrot in front of him, he'll jump ship so fucking quickly. Oh, he will. He'll scurry across into that Mercedes seat like a little rat on the Titanic that's that's trying to survive. That's what he'll do. I've got nothing against Sloppyocky. I actually think he's got quite a bit of talent. I used to hate him. I used to think he was rubbish. He took a year out of the sport. He was a, a reserve driver for Mercedes when he had that year off. He knows the team, he knows all the players there. He knows what he's doing. I mean, it isn't out of the realm of possibility. That's why he's second on this list. I'm not gonna put someone like Bottas on there. They're not gonna bring him back. They don't waste time, Mercedes. Time is precious to them. But I could see an Esteban Ocon, a little sloppy Oki in the seat number two. Why not? it would be a great Bottas character. George Russell starts getting a string of wins together. You get Ock on there, good support driver. Defends like a fucking lion. And all of a sudden, he gets a long-term deal with them. Who knows? And coming in at number one.
0: Coltie's top five. Top
1: five drivers most likely to replace Lewis Hamilton when he does eventually hang up the boots. Number one. Lando Norris. Hear me out. Zach Brown has signed you up for a long-term deal you know what he's done it's the equivalent of an anchor baby like he can sense the relationship is a bit rocky so what does he do get you pregnant you can't go anywhere no you've got to stay around for the sake of the baby they know norris is hanging out in this relationship right now because they've got a kid on the way for the next couple of years he can't leave he's under contract now they gave him a whole bunch of cash that was the that was the anchor baby norris is looking at all these other relationships everyone looks a bit happier George Russell seems happy. Lewis Hamilton seems happy. Max Verstappen seems happy. Why can't I be happy? Why do I miss out? My car's getting worse and I'm not happy anymore. Yes, I'm beating my teammate, but I'm not happy. So don't be surprised that when that man's contract runs out, it will sort of be around the time when Hamilton looks to retire. They want that British 1-2 again. Toto's got an option there. I could see Norris jumping over to Mercedes, being that number two driver to George, and then eventually taking that spot as well. But hey, that was.
0: Cody's top five. Top
1: five drivers that are most likely to replace Sir Lewis Hamilton when he does eventually hang up the boots. It was Lance Stroll. Don't laugh. Stop laughing. Stop it. Alexander Albon, Danny Rick, Sloppy Occy and Lando Norris. What do you guys think? Let me know on the socials. Out parking in my fame on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram pinks your thoughts wow <gasps> oh me too baby me too
0: i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: Okay, so finally I want to talk about this. We're We're going to keep the Lewis Hamilton chatter going because he holds a great record in Formula One. Getting a win in every single year of his career. But hold on. What's that? This is a year in his career and he doesn't have a win yet? What is going on? So let's look at the least likely to most likely races where Lewis Hamilton can get that elusive 2022 season victory. There are nine races left. And straight away, Belgium and the Zandvoort... Netherlands, the Dutch GP, aren't going to be circuits for him. I'm just putting it out there. I think Monza has a chance. I think it does. But then there's a bit of a drop-off with the Singapore and Japan. I think the Ferraris are going to do a lot better there. Koda and Brazil will be strong circuits for him. But Yas Marina, maybe Mexico. They're, they're going to be more tracks for Red Bull and Ferrari. That's where they're going to have the edge. So this is how the list is actually going. Least likely, Zandvoort. Not a chance in hell. I think that's going to be Max Verstappen. Singapore again. I think that's actually going to be the Ferraris. I think are going to do quite well there. Same with Japan, Mexico. Um, again, Ferrari, Red Bull, Belgium will be Red Bull. That'll be Max. It's not even going to be close. Abu Dhabi closer to Max. Uh, United States and Monza and Brazil. They're his top three. That's where I'm. But that's the order from least likely to most likely. I think Monza and Brazil. They're your spots. I mean, I'm just saying. Yes, still, all the stars would need to align. The parts need to be good. The engine's dialed in. Maybe get some replacements a weekend before. Just line it up. Because he just needs one fucking win. That's all he needs is one win. Just one. And he can do it. I believe. He wants to be the very best. Better than Schumacher. But his car's slower than the rest, his cars won't take him far. He will travel from track to track on his scooter with Angela. He played with that pussycat doll's rack, she really firmed his ball. Hamilton got a win. Hamilton, oh you carry shit spending more time in the piss, Hamilton, just one more win go. Go. But your car is so damn slow But one more win in one, the first place Hamilton two, Fucking win the race, Fucking win the His teammate gets a top five Every single time Hamilton's scrapping to stay alive While he fucking whines He needs one more to keep his stats A win in every year But this car is so damn shit It's gonna be his worst fears Hamilton gotta win one more Hamilton, oh, your car is shit, spending more time in the pits. Hamilton, just one more win, win go. Go. but your car is so slow. One more win or first place, Hamilton, fucking win the race, the fucking win the race. Gotta win one race. Gotta win one got race. Yeah. Hamilton, just one more win, baby. Just one baby. What? It's all you need. Uh, I believe. Uh, I don't. We all believe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta win one more one race. Oh, you gotta get a first place, Hamilton. Oh, your car is shit. Spending more time in the pits. Hamilton, just one more win. Or or but your cars are so, so damn slow. One more win or oh, one first place. Hamilton, fucking win the race. Fucking win the Hamilton. race. Just one more just one more that's all we're asking pinks wow ah. see that's all she wants that's all she wants but ladies and gentlemen episode 184 is done and dusted i've done 184 of these things and yeah, make sure you head over to park at com, the greatest website ever made. If you miss out on any of the episodes, as well as pick yourself up some nice merch, we've got a little discount promo code for you podcast listeners, which is podcast exclusive five, link in description. You get your free worldwide shipping. You get yourself that nice pimp embroidered silk robe, maybe a nice little shirt, maybe a tee, a couple of casual tees for that summer break. Get yourself some hoodies, getting ready for the Christmas rush. Yes, I realize we're in August. You got a problem with that? You got a problem with that? But if 5% off isn't to your liking, you want a little bit more, how about you sign up, get access to the Legends Lounge up there in the Skybox, join the Legends Club. Link in description. That's patreon.com slash park in my firm. 25% off for you. You get your names read out in every single episode names in the show notes of every single episode you want to be a part of the legends club and just be happy to know that any money i make through the legends club i do put back into the show to make it bigger better bolder stronger than ever and i can't do the show without you guys so to my cherubs my muffins and the legends i thank you so so much and today's legends sitting up there in the lounge Yes, they're absolutely causing a scene. I'll be up there in a second, guys. Get me a double Midori on ice. I'll be up there in a second. They're having a good time. We have Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, and I think I can see Taylor at the back. Yes, Taylor's there as well. Those guys are having the time of their life. Doris is going up doing some body shots with them. I'll be joining her in just a second. But as always, Cherubs, Muffins, Legends, thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.